0: To Nystrom, Tonelli to Nystrom. He scores. Bob Nystrom scores the goal. The Islanders win. The Stanley he scores. Brock Nelson. His first National Hockey League
1: goal. goal. on yes, yes. All right, <laughs> uh, what's going on? Hi guys, so today we're going to introduce a new uh, new segment to the show. This is called Ryan's Rants, and it's with Ryan here, he's going to go on a- and he's just going to talk about recent things that have been bothering him in the world of hockey, mainly with the Islanders anyway. Uh, we're actually recording this the night of the second part of the draft lottery, and if you haven't figured it out by now, Google it or something, but just to save you the time, the New York Rangers won the second phase of the draft lottery. And I'm going to turn it over to you, Ryan. Ryan, take it away here, man. Oh, boy.
0: Yeah, let me take it away here. Because to say I am aggravated by this constant bullshit is a major understatement. And now you can call me a Salty Islander fan. Call me whatever you want. Sure. I don't care. Because this is what bothers me. It, this is it, There's a root to this. There's a reason why it bothers me. And it's not just because they get the first overall pick. Sure, that bothers me, but it doesn't bother me to the extent of other things that just kind of build up around it. So, yes, the New York Rangers have won the lottery. woo I'm so excited. This is great. It, it isn't, it's not as if they get everything anyways. So, I don't even know where to begin. My thoughts are so scattered, and I'm so upset by this, and I'm just pained by what has occurred, that I don't even know where to start. That's what sucks the most. So, let's start, I guess, first things first. Let me get a bit into the root of why this angers me so much. Besides the fact that it's the New York Rangers, it's the fact that they have always been seen as better than us. We have always been the stepbrothers of the New York Rangers, maybe, you know, unless, unless we were in the 80s, until we won the Cup. Then we weren't. But it, that's just what bothers me the most. The fact that we don't get any respect from anyone in the league and the fact that everybody, you know, just sees us as, you know, the second to the New York, to the New York Rangers, they see us as the, you know, the team next to them. They're, they're, you know, they're the other New York team. We're just the other New York team to everybody. So it sucks when the second we start getting successful, when it finally looks like, oh great, the Rangers are losing. They're not good. They're, they're not succeeding. Something happens that completely f's it all up, and then it's back to, oh yeah, the Rangers are back on top. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's go Rangers, right, guys? Am I, am I right, everybody? It's like it's bullshit. It's anger-inducing when you watch a team suffer for so long. Now, I'm going to come back to this statement later. My my uncle, did, my uncle told me just the other night, funny enough, you know, liking losing teams builds character. But at what, point, at what point does that losing and that character build up just become absolutely ridiculous to a point that you can't take it anymore? So I'm a Mets fan too. So I'm already experiencing pain year after year as if I wasn't already with the Islanders. So this is what bothers me. It's the fact that we just, we can never be seen as equal. Even when we're succeeding, even when we're winning, we're still seen as, as a joke. Everyone says, oh, it's a fluke season. Oh, it's a fluke here. Oh, they're, they're not as good. They're not that good. They're, they're still just, you know, there are other teams better. This is a joke. It's, it's That's
1: what really bothers
0: me. The fact that we can never be seen as equal or a good team. People still cannot see us as a good team. So they, they refuse, even in our good years, even when we're succeeding, we're just still we're still just, you know, we're still at the bottom team because everybody just hates us. So we're finally winning. The Islanders are winning. We're doing good. The Rangers just got eliminated from the playoffs. Sure, they have a chance at Lafronera, but is it really gonna happen? There's no way. There's no way they get that first overall pick after losing. They're finally losing. The Islanders are on top. We're the best team in New York. Then what happens? What happens when we start getting good, when it looks like things are going our way, and we can finally say New York Islanders are number one in New York? They get the first overall pick. Our worst fears become a realization. And it's not everyone, every, every other team in the league, every other fan base in the league is like, oh, thank God it wasn't Pittsburgh or, or, or Edmonton or the Leafs. I would have been perfectly fine with either of those teams getting it over the Rangers. Sure, there's the bias of, well, you're a New York Islander fan. Of course you want that. Yes, of course I want that. But at the same time, it's because even with Lafreniere, those three teams, who cares? Let's look at it this way. Toronto Maple Leafs. If they get Alexis Lafreniere, so what? What are they going to do with him? If they can't win win anything with the offensive juggernaut of a team they have now, what makes you think with Lafreniere they're going to get better? Oh, or well, they're gonna trade Marner or Nylander, and then they could they could sign a defenseman. And you don't think they, they've already done that? They get rid of Nylander or Marner, they still are still gonna suck because if they can't win with what they have, what do you think this one guy is gonna do? Even if they, because they they've done that, they traded for Tyson Berry and got rid of Nazem Kadri. How did that go out? Nazem Kadri is winning with the Colorado Avalanche, and Tyson Berry is nowhere as good as he used to be. They get Jake Muzzin. Oh boy, let's get that pylon from the Los Angeles Kings. That you know, he's really good. He's a shutdown top-grade defenseman. No, he sucks too. And now he's injured and out for the rest of the for the rest of the, who knows when, who knows? We don't know how long he's out for. He took a really brutal hit. That was awful to watch. And he's gone. So it makes you think. With Muzzin, they're still gonna they're gonna win something. Who cares who they sign? Their goaltending is still shaky and average at best. The Leafs aren't winning shit. With, with or without Lafreniere, if they can't do it, what they have, what makes you think that guy's going to make, get it done? The Pittsburgh Penguins. All right, we get it. We, we hate seeing the Pittsburgh Penguins winning. Of course, it gets old. We hate it. They have everything. Their core is aging and dying a slow death. Crosby is still, although he's still, you know, the second best player in the NHL, right behind McDavid, even though he's still, you know, Sidney freaking Crosby, He's not what he used to be because he's getting older. It's the way it goes. You can't stay the greatest NHL player in the world for forever. You get old and you lose eventually. He's getting older. Malkin is getting older. Latang is getting older. That entire core is aging, and it's not the same. It's not what it used to be. So even if you put Lafreniere on that team, they don't win anything soon. They may have, they may have opened the gap just a little bit, just a little bit longer. But their goaltending will still keep them shaky. It doesn't matter if they get Lafreniere either. Their window opens for a few more years. Then what? They refuse to go into a rebuild. The Penguins refuse to go into a rebuild. So getting Lafreniere basically does nothing. It just extends. They, it's gonna. In Jim Benning's mind, in, in, their, in, their, in the GM's mind, it's just going to. It's just going to make them believe. Oh, we have a longer chance to win the cup. Let's keep our older stars. Look at what happened to the Chicago Blackhawks. When they couldn't get it done, they trade Artemi Panarin for Brandon Sod because they want to get the gang back together. And that didn't exactly work. And you look at them now; sure, they beat Edmonton, but they're not winning the Cup. As good as they, as good as Kubliak suddenly became, they're not winning the Cup. It doesn't matter if they get Lafreniere because it does. It's not going to mean anything for a while. I think that at least they get them it's Cool. So they what? They try for a few more years and then fail every freaking year, just like they always do, or well, like they're starting to. Then you look at Edmonton. Honestly, I would have have liked to see him go to Edmonton because of how much Edmonton has suffered. Edmonton has suffered so much that if they get Lafreniere, I'm actually okay with that. That's like, all right, good. Let them be a little bit happier. Give them a bit more offense. Sure, it's their defense and goaltending that's a problem. But who cares if they get Lafreniere? Because let's face it, they're not going to win either. But then you go to the Rangers. You look at the Rangers. Of course everybody likes the Rangers. They are. They're they're one of the first original six. They're iconic. They're from the big city, MSG, where everything happens. Of course, that's the worst place for them to go because now that they have Lafreniere, they don't have just one line of scoring. They don't have Panarin, Zabinijad. No, now they have this kid who's supposed to be great. And and don't get me started on Kako. He hasn't proved himself yet, so I'm not going to put him up there with the other three. Until he gets to that point and develops as a prospect, he's nothing. You look at that. You look at the – now that they have Lafreniere and they have him for, you know, for however long they decide to sign him and keep him, they still have cap space to get defense. And that's where their biggest issue was, defense. Their goaltending, sure, you can, you can say either way if it's good or bad because it has off games, it has good games. Their goaltending's pretty solid. But now that they have Lafreniere, this is where it gets worse for us because the Metro gets harder. It gets harder being an Islander fan because you're going up against, you know, your rivals who now have another shiny piece. And you want to know what the worst part is? Their dumbass fans won't shut the fuck up ever. That's what angers me. And, I, and excuse me for cursing, but my God, that's what pisses me off the post. It's that the fans don't shut up. They never know when to shut up. You want to know what's going to happen? They're all going to come out of their little shitholes from wherever they're from with their big Italian gooba dads and they're going to go buy out. They're going to go out. They're going to buy all their, all their fancy Lafreniere jerseys and go, hey, look at us. The Rangers are so good now. And they're never going to shut up because they don't know when to. They never shut up. They always talk about everything like it's the best on the planet. They, were, they sucked, and they still wouldn't shut up about how good they were. Hey, we beat the Islanders. We're better than them. No, you're not. You're still a bottom-rate team with a bottom-rate defense and a goaltender who couldn't get it done. How do you feel knowing that Henrik Lundqvist is a failure? I don't care how much he's won. He is a failure at the end of the day. That's what angers me. It's the fans. The fans aren't going to shut up. And I, you know what? I don't expect them to shut up. I expect them to be happy because it's what they do. I expect them to come at every Islander fan for the small fan base we have and, and go and go at them and say, "Ha! Oh, look at us. Look at us. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? you Are you going to lose in the second round? We probably are. We really are. But this is where it just gets even more infuriating because then that market gets bigger. And when the New York Rangers market gets bigger, ours gets smaller as a result. That's usually just the way it goes because the better the Rangers do, the worse the, the Islanders are. And we're still just seen as, that, step, as that, steps, uh, that stepbrother team. We're still just seen as the little guy. And that's what sucks. It's the fact that we can never get appreciated or we can never be on the same level because now that they have Lafreniere, everyone's going to talk about them more. It's, it's going to be all Rangers. I feel like we can win the Stanley Cup, and the story of the entire of the of the NHL will be, look at Lafreniere, look at the team he's going to, and look at the New York Rangers. We don't matter ever at the end of the day, and it's infuriating. Because we, we don't get respect. I mean, we're never seen on the same level. It's awful. And it sucks to see this constantly happen. And it's going to continue to happen. They're going to keep getting the big stars and the big names because they are the New York Rangers. And we're just going to keep getting smaller and smaller, and we're going to keep losing, and no one's ever going to come to us. So it's just... It's just ridiculous. The only thing we can do is win and win now. So we I I honestly, we got to make conference finals. We got to make Stanley Cup finals if we're going to be seen as a legitimate contender and make people, you know, forget about Lafreniere for a little bit. It's just it's just we're going to be pushed down the ladder farther than we already have been. So we got to win. And we got to do something quick because it's killing Islander fans everywhere, especially especially me as you can clearly see if I get a whole segment dedicated to me yelling into a microphone with how upset I am. It's just – I just don't – it's just awful. And I, there's reason to believe it's rigged. Like, I don't care what anybody says. There is a, a reason to believe that it could have been rigged. Is there a little salt in that? Yeah, sure, probably. But if you really think about it, isn't it funny how the biggest NH – the biggest hockey market whose team has been – because New York definitely has the biggest hockey market in the entire United States. Isn't it funny how that market, the second they start losing – all of a sudden, they just, within the next two years, boom, they get everything, they're built back up, and they're better again. They're just, they're good, they can play, they can contend in the playoffs. It's just, it's ridiculous, as I keep saying. That's going to be the key word. Like, here's the word of the day, ridiculous. Because now they're going to succeed. Now they're going to get better again. We're going to get pushed down the ladder, and no one's going to be seeing us as a threat. They're going to think, ah, oh, you know, they're just, they're whatever. We, I mean, look at LeBron isn't he great? What do the Islanders have? Barzell and he's underachieving? Eh, who cares? It's, it's saddening. And it hurts a lot. So it's just, they, they, they just all of a sudden, they miraculously get better. And then we can push down the ladder. And the, somehow the biggest hockey market, that's, it's just this is what bothers me. It's just that one of the biggest hockey markets who have been failing as of late, in the snap of the fingers, they're back up on top. And they're just, they're just being great again. And it makes us look worse. And everybody forgets about the New York Islanders. I'm pretty sure if you ask people who didn't know anything about hockey, did you know there's – well, there's technically three New York teams. Did you know there's two teams in New York besides the Buffalo? Because Buffalo, it has its own name. So I'm saying this hypothetically like, oh, did you know that New York has two hockey teams? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, okay, well, if you ask like, the average non-hockey fan, uh, can you name one of them? Well, I know the Rangers. Of course they know the Rangers. Nobody knows us. So there was, there was my, my rant of just – anger i mean i hope people enjoy this at least even if they're laughing at me i hope they do you know i hope they enjoy it because i'm very entertained just doing this so carter i mean i, I don't mean to make you sit here in silence what, what what do you think about everything that's occurring what do you think about this atrocity and this nightmare and how we we cannot have shit in new york because the rich kids always get them the, the rich kids next door will get them because that's what the new york rangers are and that's what their fans are there's a bunch of a, a bunch of rich kids and i hate it Go ahead, Cardi. Do, do you have any insight on this? I'd love to hear what you have to say, because I I think I've said a lot.
1: You know, Ryan, I was sitting here, and yeah, I was just hanging out in my bed last night just playing Xbox. Uh, and I was thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, there's going to be a draft lottery tomorrow. We finally get to have something to be excited for. I, I know that there was hockey, you know, being played uh pretty much all last week, but, you know, um, the day of the draft lottery, which is Monday, uh, it was actually a little bit of a gap, which means the playoffs are going to start, what, tomorrow at this point, I believe? Um, So I was just kind of sitting there thinking, is there any way that, like, we can lose here? Because think, like, what are the odds that, you know, a team like the Rangers would win the draft lottery? It's like, the Rangers have pretty small odds compared to everybody else, and... And then 6 o'clock came around today, and I wanted the throw-up. I just, I saw the ball come up. I saw, I actually didn't even see it on TV at first. Elliot Friedman actually put it out on Twitter. And all I saw was NYR wins the draft lottery. And my first (laughs) thought was, God damn it. (laughs) Like, the one team, the one team that I've been saying, I don't want him to go to, of course fucking wins the draft lottery. Like, it, yep. it's I, – I, I don't really want to go into, like, a full-on rant about it because I'm pretty much going to be repeating half the shit that you said. But, I mean, it's it's, it's so, so frustrating because I've been talking to, like – my mom's a big Islander fan, so I would talk to her about it and I would talk to some of my other buddies about it. Just, like, I don't care if the Penguins win it. I don't like the Penguins, but I, I would be able to live with it if they won. I don't care if the Leafs win. I don't care if any of those other teams win. I just don't want him to be a New York Ranger. And what happens? What happens? What happens next will shock you. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's,
0: it's ten photos I mean, taken before disaster. That's exactly what it is in my mind.
1: Bring the zombie apocalypse on at this point. I don't know how 2020 can get any worse. Like... I'm just, I'm so done. I mean, like, I, I'm going to go over his stats anyway, just because, you know, for shits and Stat girls Nassar. anyway. Yeah, Staten a big fellow over here. Uh, He put up 105 points in 2018-19 in only 61 games. This season he put up 112 points in 52 games, and he had 77 assists. Not a big deal, I mean... You know, I'm just, I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm, it's just, it's mind-numbing how the Rangers have overcome these odds and won the draft lottery. It's, I don't know. And I saw a video on Twitter that actually had, uh, you know, all the ping-pong bowls, you know, um, in the machine. And there was a video that saw the Leafs bowl come up into the tube, and it looked like it hit, I don't know if there was like a little divot inside of the tube or something, but it looked like it came up Hit something and came back down, and then the Rangers ball went up into the tube. And, of course, you know, I mean, what happened next? I mean, we all know about it. So, I mean, the Leafs could have won the draft lottery. They were probably an inch or two away from winning it. And, again, I wouldn't have cared. I nope. wouldn't have cared if the Leafs have won. It would have been funny. Because would
0: failed anyways. It would have been funny. But the Rangers <laughs> could actually succeed with them.
1: I mean, you know what, though? And I'm not trying to be this guy here. So if there are any Ranger fans listening, you know, I mean, don't shit on me just yet. But not every first overall pick turns out to be an amazing player, right? We all know what happened with Neil Yakupov. We're Islander fans, so we all know what happened with Rick DiPietro, right? Most of the time... Alex Daigle. Yeah, Alex Daigle. I mean, he's... I I think Lafreniere is going to be a solid player at the NHL level, but there's always just that glimmer of hope that he doesn't turn out to be anything like you were talking about kako before and he's only what he's 19 i think give him three or four years he'll develop into something give lafreniere three or four years he'll develop into something pretty good um i mean i don't know man you just got to consider something else too and uh again if there are any ranger fans correct me if i'm wrong but um i don't know too much about the rangers prospect pool I don't think they have that many forwards in the prospect pool right now. Besides, they have Lafreniere, and I know they have Vitaly Kravstov in the KHL, I believe. Or he was in the KHL. He's in North America now. After that, it's all defensemen, and then they had Chesterkin in net. So, I mean, Ryan, do you know about the Rangers prospect pool at all? Am I, am I missing anybody here?
0: No, I, I really don't know who's in that prospect pool, and I honestly really don't care because I hope all of them bust and flop as they should. Um, and if there are any Ranger fans listening to this podcast, why are you here? like, what are you doing here? <laughs> what are you doing here? you come to laugh at our pain? That's real funny. I can't wait to laugh at your pain when, once again, you miss the playoffs with all the key pieces. And Henrik Lundqvist, in his final year, because he'll probably sign another one-year extension, loses again and is face first on the ice and is a failure for the rest of his career.
1: Disclaimer though for now. that, we we do we do appreciate you listening into the show, but that's oh, not the do. point. Please
0: keep listening. <laughs> please keep listening, but also <laughs> screw you. But also please keep
1: listening. I, I mean, I mean, I just I don't know what to say anymore. I mean, it's it's just I'm speechless. I I was actually on Facetime with one of my buddies, and he's like, he's a Ranger fan, of course. So he was heckling me about it the whole time, and he's like, oh, yeah. Yo, you ready for Lafreniere to be in a Ranger jersey? I'm like, You're saying Penguins wrong, you silly goose. <laughs> and, and, of, of <sighs> course, like, I honestly think that this might be karma for the fact that all the Islander fans were having, like, a field day with the fact the Rangers got swept by Carolina. We can't be happy. No, we, <laughs> we get, can't we be. We get
0: two days of happiness, and then it has to be striked away again because we're Islander fans.
1: It seems like that a lot, though. Like, again, you were mentioning, oh, yeah. you know, like, the Rangers always are seeming to get every good thing that gets thrown their way nowadays. Right? Exactly. You. You win the Artemi Panarin sweepstakes. Uh, sweep I can't talk today. You win the Artemi Panarin sweepstakes last season in free agency, right? You're you move up. Uh, I think I think they moved up from 12 to two or something crazy like that. Yep. They moved into the top three and got Capo Kako, right? Now this year, I mean, this was unprecedented. This is kind of like the Sidney Crosby lottery type thing, right? I mean, you really didn't know who was going to win the lottery because every team had the same. A percentage of a chance to win the lottery, and now I I don't even know. I'm just yep. I'm my brain is like going numb, like I don't know what to say anymore. It's it's just
0: the worst part is, and
1: this this is what the worst part is,
0: and I keep saying the worst part is the fans, because here's here's why it's it's not just like normal fans, it's not they're not, Ranger fans are not normal fans. Now I could the be saying this because I'm a rival team. Oh, yeah, I could be saying this because I'm from a rival team, which I would honestly I would say is fair enough, but to me they're not normal fans because they refuse to believe they're losers and they refuse to believe they're failures. And as, an Islander, as a New York Islander fan, if any Ranger fan or if any fan from any other league were to say the New York Islanders or from any other team, if, if the New York Islanders are, 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 are failures, I would honestly say, you know what, fair enough. I think we are failures in some aspects, but in others we're not. I think we're doing better now, but sure. We are kind of failures, but
1: to also we be do fair, have Barry Trotz behind the bench, though I am confident about that.
0: And to be fair, we do have Barry Trotz. We do have a Hall of Famer as a general manager, and on top of that, the media and everybody never gives us our due. They never give us any credit. Now, I believe it was Bob Bourne. Bob Bourne, uh I believe it is Bob Bourne. I'm trying to remember. He had a quote a while ago when when the um, when the Last Dance came out on, on the Chicago Bulls and their and their amazing dynasty. He 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 sent out. A quote talking about how the Islanders never get a shred of respect, and how they, I think they were the, in, in, in every single league, in every, like, in all of sports history, only the Islanders won a certain amount of games or a certain amount of series in a row. And forgive me for forgetting, but he had a really good quote on that. Now, Carter, I don't know if you remember it. If you could look it up, that'd be great. But he had a whole quote on that where it's like, all the Islanders did that. Only we did that. And we still don't get credit. We have one of the greatest dynasties in sports history, truly. To win four in a row is nearly unprecedented. It, it, it's, it's incredible. But nobody ever cares to think or look at that because we're not good now. We don't get enough credit because we're technically a small market team. And it's that's and it's it's infuriating that you know, again, we don't get any respect or any credit. So and with the fans, what bothers me, and I remember I went on a rant and I made actually made one of my one of my friends uh, an Islander fan. Forgive me, Shelby. I'm sorry for making you an Islander fan. We're going to suffer together. I wish I didn't do it. Uh, But, like, I I told her, I I went on a rant to to her and a couple other friends one day, just talking about, like, it's just, you know, the the fans of the New York Rangers are pretty terrible. And I think people are starting to realize that more and more as they get, as we kind of, like, you know, as they get better and if they start winning, they're going to realize how insufferable they can be. We're not gems either. I'm not saying we're the best friend. we the best. Oh no, we're not perfect. Oh, no, but no I mean... we're not perfect. We're fun, but we're not perfect. We're not. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I think we. I think we're hated a bit on too much. I don't think we're as bad as everyone makes us out to be. Because after the Tavares situation, everybody thought we were the devil and we were awful. And it was just like, oh, how dare you do this to you know the guy who gave you everything for nine years? Look, man, you'd be pissed too if you're if you're team captain after nine years. Pr- promised promised and begged to stay on the team and said, please don't trade me at the deadline. I want to be here. And then later on, basically said, oh, yeah, I lied. Straight up told Stan Fischler, who was pissed at him, thankfully, like, why did you tell him you didn't want to be traded if you knew you wanted to go to Toronto from the beginning? And he literally said, he said that I I didn't want the team to, I didn't want to feel like uh, the one who had to, you know, let the team, like, subtract their assets. He basically straight, you can look this up. He straight up said, I didn't want to be traded because I didn't want them to lose anything. So I can play alongside him. He basically said, "I want to play with a good with that team, so I don't want them to lose anything." He didn't want to feel responsible for it. So I'm sure you'd be mad too. So that situation, you know, already made us kind of vilified in a lot of in a lot of uh, fan bases' eyes. But then, but at the same time, we're small and we're relatively quiet until you get to know us, and then we're we're pretty rowdy and fun bunch. I'd say, I'd say we have a lot of fun in our games. Again, we don't get enough credit. You know, we're, we're pretty loud and passionate fan base for how small we are. But you look at the Rangers, and if we, and I think they're worse than us because it's a majority of them are bandwagoners, rich kids, annoying white girls.
1: You also uh, have to factor in the corporate businesses who get tickets at MSG. Business. Half yeah, the people I'll, there are in tuxedos, and they don't even know what the hell's going on. They think hockey's another form of communism or something.
0: I'll never forget my first time I went to MSG. My the first ever game, hockey game. I, I've been to MSG. First ever hockey game I ever went to MSG. It was it was during the All Star break. It was well right before the All Star break of this season, where we where um we ended up beating them. I went there, and I couldn't tell you. I, I think that was the worst experience. One of the that was the worst atmosphere I've ever been a part of for a sporting event. And what were they heckling strange. you or something? No, they weren't. That's what bothers me. They were not. They were so impassionate and quiet and boring. You can hear a pin drop in that arena. Now, I'll be honest. I was not a saint going into that game. I was not. I was actually very upset. I was very upset going into it because we lost because of, uh, you know, because uh, Desper Faust or. Uh, or Crider, whoever the hell it was, decided, let me, let me do my best dive. Let me do my best Olympic dive impression. And we ended up losing in the final minute. I was at that game with a bunch of insufferable Ranger fans who decided to be passionate there, but not be passionate in their own building. I go into their building, and I'm not being a saint. I am not. I'm openly trash-talking the team. Uh, you know, when, when somebody starts doing the whistle, that da da, da 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 I'm going Rangers suck at the top of my lungs. Nobody is stopping me. That entire game, there is no "Let's Go Rangers" chant, aside from like one small section. There is no cheering. There is no uproar when when a goal got called for the Islanders. There's nothing. The building was dead silent. I was the loudest. I think I was the loudest person there. I'll be dead honest. I think I was the loudest person there because I was aggravated. And literally leaving the game, I had nothing but I had a fan next to me. This really nice guy in a hat go, "No, no, we definitely suck. You guys aren't wrong. I'm like, no, we're, we're terrible." I'm like, I'm like the hell are you doing? Like, oh, shoot. Like,
1: At right. least they're humble about it. I, at I least I they know they, they suck.
0: Honesty, appreciate this humblety. But the woman next to me, I was sitting next to this one woman. She was from Britain. She was from the UK. This was her first ever hockey game. And she was telling me, yeah, I, I really do like the Islanders. You know, I think, I think that, you know, I, I, I don't, you know, I think, you know, soccer fans are a little too crazy for me. I, I like it here. But he's like, it's really quiet. She straight up told me, yeah, it's, it's kind of quiet here, though. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're not getting the, the hockey experience. I feel bad for you. This is your first game. I look down. I look down. Suits and ties. Suits and ties all on the bottom level. You know, there's one section that I think had a decent amount of, like, actual fans. It was just dead quiet. People on their phones. You could hear a pin drop. They had two TikTokers. Two, these two chicks oh, yeah. from TikTok come in. I, I forgot who it was. I don't, I don't yeah, know it, was, uh, it was
1: Dixie D'Amelio and Addison uh, Yeah, those Addison
0: ranger jerseys. Hitting the renegade!
1: Don't ask me know that, by the and, uh, way.
0: And that was absolutely atrocious. I'm like, oh my god, you never see that in an Islander game. Thank god.
1: So, no wonder t- the, uh, the rangers lost that game. Of
0: course they did. Oh my god, if we, if we lost to them that night, I would have been even more infuriated. So that's what bothers me. It's the impassionateness. That they, they can't even sell out, or I'm sorry, they sell out their own building. They can't even make it look like their building is sold out. You cannot be heard. Nothing can be heard. I heard the echoes off the walls. That's how dead quiet it was. So for these fans to then get rewarded and for the teammates to get rewarded and for Ranger fans to, you know, once again, they're all going to come out of, their, out of their daddy's houses. Uh, they're all going to, you know, all the white girls are going to come out with their friends. Let's go to our Ranger game. We can go on our phones the entire time. So, you know, for all of them to come out, and you know, for all of them to just all of a sudden be present. So for all these impassionate fans to then come back out of the woodwork and say how awesome of fans they are and how great it is, it's gonna suck <laughs> because they have so many bandwagons and they're just they're not they aren't impassionate unless they're older. If they're older fans, I'd say they're very passionate and they're very you know older fans. They're they they know what's up. They know what's going on. It's this new wave of fans where if they live in the city. Or if they don't live on, like, Long Island or something, then they just, like, you know, they're nothing. They are literally nothing. Like, they, then they don't appear. They're hidden. Daddy's credit card is getting them into the game with their, with their blonde girlfriend who could care less about the game and more about, you know, what's more of the style. So it's just infuriating. I can at least tell you every island I've been to, every girl behind me knew exactly. Every girl I was with, they, they, they knew what was going on. They were fully aware. And that's what's going to suck more is the bandwagons are going to come in and they're gonna say how great they are. And they're going to come at us, and it's just going to be a nightmare for us. It's gonna, there's going to be an influx. There's going to be a big influx of more Ranger fans coming out of nowhere. They're all going to be coming out of nowhere. And it's going to suck.
1: I mean, you know what? I'm not worried about the fans in general. I may not like their fans. Uh, I know plenty of them. I mean, they're not – we're not the best either, but they're certainly no, no Saints not. themselves i'm not worried about the fans i'm worried about how the team's gonna do i mean but there are a few things that you have to consider here right i mean when Mika advantagead's contract is up i've heard rumors that they're going to give him north of 10 million dollars so Panera and advantage are going to be each signed to 10 million dollar contracts right you still have chris Kreider under contract you still have jacob truba sure at that point you're going to shed a contract like henrik lundquist but i'm sure Sester- um going to need a new deal at some point Right, now you have Capo Caco coming through the pipeline. You have Lafreniere coming through the pipeline. Uh, At that point, you're probably going to have Kravstov coming up soon. Uh, I mean, I've heard rumors, too, that I know Tony D'Angelo is set to become a free agent. Right, I've heard rumors that they're probably going to sign him like a one-year deal and then wind up trading him or something like that. So Mm -hmm. I don't think this team is going to be able to stick around for much longer. I think, if I'm being honest here, if Caco and Lafreniere turn out to be something special... And Zabanajad and Panarin are still under contract, they might be in a little bit of cap trouble here. They might they might be in a little bit um I'm not gonna say anything though. Ranger fans, if you are don't listening us. <laughs> I wish you luck in the future. Just not against I don't. the Islanders. Uh, not against I don't the Islanders.
0: Nothing but pain.
1: If you're playing like Toronto or something, like if you want to give an extra cross check to JT or some, I'm not gonna complain about it, but I mean sure.
0: At least, we can, at least we both hate John Tavares. That's what I really like. At least we can both agree we hate, we hate John Tavares now. So, you know. But, I mean, yeah, even still, I, 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 I do not wish them luck. I wish them pain and suffering for as long as they're a franchise. Now, I don't wish anything horrible. Like, I don't want any players dying or something crazy like that. I do not want that at all. I just want them to lose constantly and never succeed. That, that's just me. That's the pain and suffering I want them to go through. Feel what I felt. What I have felt for years. And if you're a Mets fan yeah. and a Ranger fan, then I feel even worse for you.
1: Some rebuild that the Rangers went through, right? Fucking two-year rebuild, and then they're back at the back near the top of the NHL. Oh yeah, but you at know least look, our
0: Games will be a bit more interesting.
1: I, they will be a lot more interesting, and I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm excited for the Islanders-Rangers rivalry in the future, especially with Sorokin coming up for the Islanders. Once we start shedding some of these older contracts, like Letty and Boychuk and everything, we're gonna start replacing these bodies with younger, quicker guys. I think we'll be okay. I think we can compete with them. Oh, oh, but
0: does that mean we have to get rid of Leo Komarov?
1: <sighs> yes, I think that means we have to get rid of no, Leo Komarov. No,
0: we can't get rid of Leo Komarov. No, Danny Danny will be heartbroken if we get rid of Leo Komarov. We can't get rid of him.
1: Danny He's might heartbroken. be heartbroken, but we got to focus fine. on what's best for the team. So, <sighs> anyway.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: that's that's going to do it, I think, for this topic, anyway. Um, oh,
0: yeah. That's all I had to say. I have a headache now, but it was worth it. We'll see what happens. Now, now that I got that all in my system, I can see a bit clearer and just kind of see like, well, you know, maybe it's not going to be so bad. I mean, if they can't, if they can't win with the offense they have now, what's what's one more guy really going to do? You know, I mean, and as I say this, mark it down. This guy's probably going to lead the league in scoring next year, and you know, be an he'll step
1: into the league and score like 35 goals. He'll fucking oh, yeah. goals. He'll, he'll score 100 points alongside of Panera and he'll win the Calder and the hard – Oh
0: yeah. Yep. As I say that and say, well, you know, maybe it won't be that terrible. It's going to get terrible.
1: All right, well, Ryan, thank you very much for your insight on the New York Rangers winning the draft lottery. Certainly an entertainment segment, to say the least. Well, that's going to do it here for this little mini episode of Four Stripes on Ice. Thank you so much for listening to today's content. Uh, We just want to let you guys know first things first, we have the NHL Bracket Challenge. Uh, We made our own little bracket challenge for you guys if you haven't seen it on our social media. Go check that out. Um, we're just having a little contest to see who can predict the uh, playoffs the best. If you win, you're going to get an Islander hat of your choice from the three of us. So be sure to go ahead and check that out. As always, check us out wherever you get your podcasts. We're now on Apple uh, Music, Spotify, any of the big podcasting platforms. As for social media, we're currently just on Instagram at Four Stripes on Ice. We currently uh, are expanding to Twitter. We're looking into it at least. But for now, we're just on Instagram, so go hit us up over there. And yeah, so that is gonna do it. Um, yeah, Brian, do you have any last words before we before we wrap it up?
0: Of course, uh, I'd like to give a quick quick thank you and shout out to, of course, the Big Guy Sports Network, uh, who are sponsoring us. You should definitely check out their website if you get the chance. They have the, some of the greatest articles in terms of New York sports. Uh, we will. Our podcast is located there, of course, and people can definitely check us out. Um, I also want to give a you know. But you guys know that normal episodes will come soon. We've just had a few delays with a major storm and uh, more and just kind of the you know, busy lives of some of us. So I hope you guys enjoyed my uh, my 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 rambling and uh, insanity. Uh, hopefully I will never have to do it again. But I, well, I know don't. I
1: can say from firsthand experience, I'm certainly looking forward to the next episode of Ryan's Rants. That oh, is boy. for sure.
0: It'll be coming right after we lose to the Washington Capitals. Well, that one will probably be a bit sadder, but, you know. We'll be able <laughs> we'll to put that
1: happens. one in about two weeks, so it'll be fairly yeah. short in episodes.
0: There you go. That'll just be more, me more so just tearing up into the mic, and, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Hopefully it gets better.
1: I certainly hope so. Well, Ryan, it was good hearing from you, my man. Of course. Uh, Great working with you. Good working with you, too. And as for you guys, we will see you next time. As always... Thanks for listening in. Be sure to check us out on all our podcasting platforms. Hope you have a great rest of your day, and let's go, Islanders. Ugh, yeah.